0: Good afternoon everybody. Saturday, 3 o'clock. Eastern time, of course. So that must mean this is Gaming Sessions Podcast. I am your host, David. Co-host, Gerald, joining us.
1: How's everybody doing?
0: So uh, go ahead and hit it with your opening.
1: Oh, okay. Well... Thank you everybody who is rejoining us, thank you everybody who's joining us for the first time, hope you've been having a good day, a good week, and hope you've been being safe out there.
2: Right? At least there's that.
0: And it would appear we have another guest. Our uh, serial uh, repeat offender Chewie has decided to join us today.
2: Hello man, how are you?
0: So you've been working hard or hardly working?
2: Work has been fun.
0: Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Well, without further ado, let us get started then. Um, Good, Gerald, you go first. I don't have much uh, other than a couple movies I watched, and that's about it.
1: Okay. My week was pretty slow, too. I, I honestly have been... I've had my head mostly in Hades trying to at least finish the story, uh, which I haven't been able to. Um, But I'll get to that. Uh, The first thing, uh, one of the things I noticed is, uh, and this was an article I just read, um, but apparently back like 20 years ago, back around like 2000, 2001, when the Xbox was getting, uh, was being created by Microsoft. Uh, they tried to buy Nintendo. Oh wow! That and I was do well, uh, right? I, I was like, I saw the article headline, and I was like, "What? Oh, I got to read this!" And so I stopped what I was doing and opened it up. And basically, it was they had just started development of the Xbox system, and they wanted to make sure that they would have games for the system. So they went to Nintendo and was like, we want to buy you. And the exact quote from Kevin Bacchus, uh, former director of the third-party relations, said, Steve Ballmer, uh, then the Microsoft president, made us go meet with Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. They just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was kind (laughs) of how that meeting went. (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah. Um, Yeah. Now put
2: that into Japanese social context.
1: Well, first off, to the... have someone
2: in a business meeting just out and out laugh at you,
1: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> because the wow,
2: disrespect! Wow,
1: <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't, who who may not understand what Shui is talking about when it comes to Japanese culture, being polite and proper is of the utmost importance to them. Like literally something the wow voice. So for someone to say something to them that they would like to be like, we want to buy your company, and for them to literally laugh at you in disbelief for an hour is nuts. That's <laughs> fucking it mind-blowing. Un- it's unthinkable in their culture because it is such a show of disrespect. I'm reading the article, and I'm like, yeah, that's actually exactly how that meeting should have went. Like, Microsoft was founded in 1975. You want to know when Nintendo was started? In 1889. Nintendo. It was a card company. Yeah, it was a gaming card company. Nintendo was literally doing business and going strong for a good 80 plus years before Microsoft even existed. Like I was, I was trying, my brain kept trying to come up with an equivalent of this because it was so ridiculous. And I was like, this is like, if Chris Evans, because he's a big name actor right now, went to Samuel L. Jackson's mansion, like went to his house, sat in his kitchen and was like, Hey Samuel, what would you think about me screwing your daughter in the butt and then a little bit of ass to mouth would, would, would that be okay <laughs> like that's that's the bit, that's the most equivalent I could come to because Chris Evans is a very big star right now, especially with the MCU and captain playing Matt, captain America. Also, if you've seen him in, in previous roles before that, you know, he's a phenomenal actor. He's a really good actor, <clears throat> but it's Samuel L. Fucking Jackson. Right? <laughs> it's like, I was like the, the balls Microsoft had to have had to go to Nintendo and be like, we want to buy you. That is
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the conversation <laughs> we would like to buy you Nintendo san <laughs> Very funny. You are not serious. Oh, yeah, we're very serious. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: yeah. It's like...
1: <laughs> like you make and, funny and jokes. Yeah, point... yeah. <laughs> Gaijin very hilarious. <laughs> And to put this into further context, because a lot of people might be like, well, Mac- Microsoft basically rules the world. They're a huge, huge company. They have infinite money. Nintendo has had years of profit in the $11 billion range.
2: They have Nintendo had years. was around
1: 50 years before <laughs> Bill Gates was come. Yeah, like <laughs> Nintendo is like the Eastern equivalent of PC and Microsoft combined. Like, they're massive. I mean, there's certain Japanese
2: uh, companies that are just, they're like cultural heritage sites around the world in Japan. Nintendo, um, Mitsubishi, (laughs) uh, I think Mitsubishi made uh, made the
0: the zeros, right? Right. Yeah. And they were also founded by Samurai
2: Yeah, as well. I mean, there's just but, certain uh, companies that are just their culture. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Yes, we would love like- oh, hey, Fonda there from he is. Ford. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what could Microsoft have possibly been thinking? And then I go, oh, they were thinking, you know what? I'm tired of watching Nintendo make all that money. We could be making that money. That's our money. Give us our money. We want our money. (laughs) Well, not just that. I mean, from a business
2: standpoint, if you buy Nintendo, you already get all the Nintendo branding. You get all the built-in advertising. You get all the built-in machinery to do the Xbox for you. And you don't have to come from scratch out of the ground. And you have all that expertise... And just, and all that fucking money. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And like, like, from a business standpoint, absolutely makes sense to try to buy them out. But Nintendo is such a stronger company than Microsoft. That's what makes it so insane.
2: Well, the other thing (laughs) is, what was the numerical value they had attached to Nintendo? That's the thing. Right!
1: Like, what were you... How much money could you possibly offer Nintendo? (laughs) Like, 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 all I can think of is that they were offering their wives and children as collateral (laughs) or something. Like, nothing else makes sense. Bill Gates will commit for the company. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) On national television. (laughs) Like... So
0: just as a side note, when you when you first started talking about this, I thought you meant an entirely different article that I had seen. But th- this is, like, a whole lot better, so yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just fucking craziness.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it, it gets better because then – and this is weird because apparently the article goes on to say that prior – To asking Nintendo to trying to buy Nintendo, so before they tried to buy Nintendo, they tried to buy Electronic Arts (EA), they tried to buy Square Enix, they tried to buy Midway Games, all of which told them to fuck right off. It sounds like they're just trying to buy infrastructure. Well, they they were they were trying to
2: like they did when they they were trying to they fucking stole fucking. Mac shit rewrote like three lines of code and sold it to something new.
1: Yeah, they were trying. Basically, what they wanted to do instead of building their own, uh, gaming software developing, uh, section, they were they just wanted to buy one real quick and then have them work on the games while the Xbox was in development. That's what they wanted to do. Oh yeah. But this is what. What's so crazy about the fact that they went to EA and Square Enix and Midway Games first is that once again, Nintendo is. Way, way bigger than them. Oh, yeah. Why would you think that if the smaller companies were telling you no, that Nintendo would go, oh, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, we'll let you buy us out. Like, they're (laughs) a bigger. Nintendo at that time was bigger than EA, Square Enix, and Midway Games combined. Why would they say yes? It makes no logical sense. Is,
2: wow. That's hard <laughs> to have an intelligent conversation about because it's so unintelligible.
1: Yeah, it's like...
2: That's mind-numbingly I, painful to think about.
1: It, this makes me think back to when uh, other, when I listen to other podcasts and they talk about business people. And how we go, there are all these people running these mega million billion corporations and we assume they're these genius, super smart people. And it's like, no, they're stupid. Their stupidity just landed them right in the right place at the right time and they were able, and they had the tools and the knowledge at the time to take advantage. But nah, they're as dumb as anyone else. Well, I've (laughs) learned over the last year
2: uh oh he's fading out again I'm dying business it's fucking you know retail hard you know brick and mortar but the sheer thing about luck trends and having access to capital 90% of businesses that fail just fail because they couldn't get their footing before they ran out of startup capital that's the only reason why they died if you can hang out long enough and provide a service that you know people you utilize, you can survive. It's just a motherfucker to stay open that long.
1: That's funny, because what are one of the things I used to, whenever uh, David, whenever me and you would talk about big businesses and their stupid fucking, the stupid shit they do, what was one of the thing? what's the one thing I would always repeatedly say? Like the only...
0: Uh... They they were visited by the good idea fairy.
1: Well, no, I, uh, what I would say is every time is I was like, it doesn't take much to keep a business running. It just seems to take the initial capital to get it going. Yeah. But after that, everything else seems to be brain dead and on auto.
2: (laughs) Unless a (laughs) different thing (laughs) comes in and completely supplants you or the service you provide. You may not make a fucking million or a mint, but you can pretty much scrounge out a living.
1: But yeah, I saw that article and I just, uh, that was just the funniest thing. I laughed the entire time reading it. Um, then, as I said earlier, I basically had my head stuck in Hades. Um, I gotten a really d- good doom build going, which is an ability that you get from Ares's boon, where when you hit an enemy, you put a, uh, curse on them. And after a certain amount of time, it does a, uh, flat amount of damage to them. I built it up to where enemies were taking like almost 400 damage every time it ticked. Um, and most enemies don't have more than like a thousand health. Mm-hmm. Um. What game and I this? was doing it on The Shield. This is Hades by uh, Supergiant Games, I believe it is. Mobile? Let me make sure I'm... No, it's Computer? a uh, yeah, PC Steam, Steam game. game. No, it's a roguelike. It's, a roguelike. Uh, it's by, uh, yeah, Supergiant Games. Uh, and it is a roguelike. Uh, but I got all the way up to finally getting to the surface of the world. Because the the entire thing about the game is Zagreus, the son of Hades, is trying to get out of Tartarus. So you're working your way up through the labyrinth of Tartarus, floor by floor, so that you can get out to the surface. I finally got out of Elysium, I stepped foot on the surface, and lo and behold, who was waiting for me there? Um, and so... Yeah. And I'm not going to say yay or nay to anything. Um, just so I don't spoil it for people who uh, don't like spoilers. But uh, I get up there and I won. Like I was so mad. I won. And then my boss, the boss character was like, that's not even my final form, and went into phase two, and I was like, fuck, 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 and he just started dropping AOE uh, mines on the ground that had very deceptive explosive radiuses, so I think I was at a safe distance and would get caught just on the edge of the explosion. I was like, Ugh. um, I was so mad. <clears throat> He's been Goku. <laughs> been Goku. But uh <laughs> the shield the shield seems to be the most versatile weapon in the game as far as I can tell. You can you can uh you can use it really well in melee. It can block anything in the game. It has a charge attack out of its block. You can throw it like Captain America's shield and it ricochets between enemies so you can easily do like dot builds and stuff like that. It is, of all the weapons I've used, it seems to be the most versatile. Everything works with it. Everything works with it. Um, and it gives you all your options. Damage and defense. It's really good. Um, and the more okay so when i first talked about this in the last podcast i was like this is an amazing game it's great i love it the only thing i really have that i i see as a negative that i don't like is that every time you die you start back from the beginning and all you lose all of your abilities and when you start going back up you get abilities at random i hate that i still hate that There's another thing about the game that I also don't like now. The more and more I go into talking to characters and getting into the story, the more and more I realize that the entire conflict of the story could be solved if someone would just talk to Zagreus. But no one does. Everyone tells him, You belong in Tartarus, you're not allowed on the surface uh just you know stay in your place and don't ask questions no one will tell him why he's not allowed to leave no one will tell him Why it's a bad idea for him to leave. They keep berating him and bitching at him about how it's it's this terrible thing and how it's going to change everything and how he's so ungrateful for trying to leave Tartarus. But no one will tell him why. If someone actually told him why, he might understand and not do it. So the entire story has this underlying thing that there is something Zagreus does not know that everyone else seems to know and no one wants to tell him but they bitch and moan at him about doing the thing that he might not do if he knew what they knew. And the gods on Olympus are constantly telling him, yeah, come on up to the surface. Yeah, come on up to the surface, and we'll give you these boons. We'll help you out so you can get up here. It's going to be great when you're on the surface. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a big-ass party and a feast and da 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 And then all Hades does is bitch and moan at him and, and tell him how futile his efforts are. And it's like, dude, if someone sat down for like five seconds and was like, zag, Brass, t- brass tax. This is why it's a bad idea for you to go to the surface. This is why you shouldn't leave. He might go. Oh, I didn't know that. So it almost feels like it, it, it's the situation of if ev- if if people would just talk to each other, like you know, normal people. Then all of this conflict might have been avoided, but then we might not have a game. So I'm like, but but this is stupid. And the thing is, at no point in time does Zacharias ever ask anybody, "Dude, why are you guys so against me going to the surface like this?" I, I don't understand. <laughs> now, one of my theories is, well. Hades himself, as far as I know from myth, never had any children that I can remember. I know in the uh, Percy Jackson books, he has two kids. He has a son and a daughter. I don't remember the son being named Zagreus. Um, no. So I think Zagreus is a completely made-up character for this game. Um, and I don't think Hades in actual myth ever had any children. Um, and I'll have to go in, I'll have to sit down and read through lore and find out if that's true or not, but not that I can remember. So if they're taking that into account in the story, I'm wondering if Zagreus is not actually Hades' son. And that's one that, not only is that something they're trying to keep from him. But if because he's not Hades' son, what he is is somehow detrimental to him going up to the surface and leaving Tartarus. So I don't know. Um, but at this point, it's just run, run, uh, you know, do runs until you open up all the dialogue and find out the full story, which is unfortunately getting kind of boring because one of the hardest fights in the game has you going up against two bosses at the same time and it's just a slog and one of the bosses is the most just pain in the ass please stop talking to me characters in written history (laughs) like that guy who does not seem to understand what is actually going on and the moment you walk into the room, he immediately decides that you are the enemy and must be destroyed. Like there's there's a quote from someone uh, I remember talking about it. It might have been a podcast or a YouTube video. I was listening to them, and they were they were talking about how um, contrived uh, conflicts. Where uh, there's a there's another game, it's a uh, it's a Final Fantasy World. And I actually picked up that game, and I know exactly what they're talking about because I got to that boss. You fight Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Your characters show up, and when you show up, she turns around and she goes, "You seem dangerous, and then just attacks you, and mm-hmm. you're all of a sudden in a boss battle. And I remember the guy that was talking about it was like, she might as well have said you were the wrong color. And I was, and I was like, yeah! Because she, didn't, she doesn't talk, she doesn't ask who you are, she just goes, you seem dangerous, and just comes for your head. And that's basically what happens when you get to these two bosses. You walk into the boss arena, and this idiot boss just, just starts talking to you like you are the most evil, he calls you evil, vile, a daemon. He doesn't even know who you are! It is like I walk in there and he starts talking like that. And I'm like, yeah, it feels like he might as well have just been like, well, you're not the right color. You shouldn't be here. What? And it's infuriating to listen to him talk. <laughs> so I end up, so I'm doing runs and I get to the, and I get to this boss battle with these two bosses, one of them being an infuriating piece of shit that I hate listening to. And I'm dying to them over and over again. And now I'm like frustrated and bored. So I may be putting it down for a little while, which sucks because everything else about the game is great. Like I even doing the runs is still enjoyable, but every time I get to these two bosses together, one annoys the shit out of me, and then I can't beat them because I because I got a random assortment of boons or power ups for my weapon that don't give me what I that don't give me a cohesive enough build to actually beat them. I mean, one run, I was literally doing like. I might as well have been doing like one damage to them every time I hit them. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to win with this. It doesn't matter how good I am. I'm definitely not going to win doing one HP of damage every time I hit them. Not when I have to constantly dodge one throwing things at me and then the other one trying to fucking crush me. So it's like... (laughs) <laughs> this is this is literally going nowhere. So I just stood there and let my character die because there was nothing else I could do. Or would and even if I had been like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to buckle down, I'm going to focus and I'm going to take off one HP, it would have taken me like 30 or 40 minutes to an hour to kill the damn guys. Fuck that. <laughs> so I think I might be putting it down for a little while and moving on to another game that I can actually complete and does it put me at like everything else is so good about the game. everything else. but th- the, the the random abilities that you get every time you die, re- like basically re-rolling and reshuffling your abilities every time you die, running into those two bosses that are more likely than not to kill you unless you have, a build either specifically meant to deal with them which it's random so you don't know if you're going to get that or you have to have a very very well thought out and put together build which is random cuz you don't know what you're going to get so good it, it feels like every run is just up to luck now and that just doesn't feel good and it's not fun um but that's been uh that's basically been Hades. Um I got back into scratching the itch of Total War Warhammer. Um, I decided to start up a Beastmen mm. campaign. Um the Beastmen are arguably and usually mostly agreed upon to be the weakest faction in the game, but they have the most powerful doom stack, which is the Nurgle Stink trait. So there's a trait that you can get on the heroes for the Beastmen called Nurgle Stink, and it gives enemy armies negative five leadership. And I've seen this fully stacked out. And basically what you do is you fill your entire army with nothing but heroes that have that ability. Um, And most units leadership is like, you know, 60 or 50 at most, usually about 80. Well, with a fully stacked-out army of Nurgle, Stink heroes, you basically have a negative 100 to their leadership. For those who don't know why the leadership stat is important, it's because when a unit is taking damage, they lose leadership. As their leadership gets lower, they can rout, which means they'll run away. If they are running away, they don't attack back because they're focused on running away. If they shatter... They run until they leave the map. They are out of the fight if they shatter. So when you have a Nurgle stink army, the moment you deal damage to a unit, its leadership literally melts to zero instantaneously. And the unit shatters. You literally cannot lose a fight as long as you do damage to the enemy army. And... With uh, with the army composition, if enough units shatter or lose huge amounts of loyalty, uh, of morale, sorry, I'm saying loyalty, but I mean morale. Uh, if enough units lose a huge enough amount of morale at the same time, other units will just lose morale because they see other units running the fuck away. So, once you have the army set up, and it takes time, it takes time, but once you have it set up, it is literally an unbeatable army. You can take on five or more armies at a time. Easy. It cannot be beaten. So far that I've seen. I haven't run into anything that can stop it. I haven't run into anything that can stop it. Um, now, While doing this and playing the faction, I've also come to understand that this fucking faction needs a complete and utter rework of it. It doesn't need an update. It doesn't need a change. It needs a complete and utter rework. It is ridiculous the way that this faction works. And I'm not going to go into it because it'll take too much time to explain the way it works and then what's wrong with it. But this faction needs a complete rework. It needs to be taken out of the game, rethought, and then re-implemented as a free DLC. Like, like it needs a bigger rework than the orcs got. And that was a huge... It wasn't a huge rework, but it was a significant rework. Um anyway, uh also Super Baby 2 released for Dragon Ball Fighters um Friday, so just yesterday. Um so far he is looking to be ridiculously good. Um we don't know how good he's going to be. He he's not a UI Goku. Um I remember when he got released when they were doing a showcase for him last week Sunday. Uh the Dragon Ball Fighters uh, at Konami did a uh, did a uh, stream for it and they were showing off his combos and stuff and people were like oh he's going to be a UI Goku killer he's going to be a Z Broly killer and I'm like yeah y'all are getting way ahead of yourselves you see a couple of good things and you decided that he's the most he's the best character in the game nothing I've seen so far makes him better than UI Goku or Z Broly or anything like that but it does put him on par with them um, His biggest gimmick is that he's screen control and he's zoning. So his key blasts are boomerangs. So he can shoot out three key blasts at a time. And if you dodge them or block them, they come back and hit you from behind. Um, he also has what, he co- what is called acid rain where he shoots a volley of key blasts into the air that then rain down on you. And he has three versions of it, each for a different section of the screen. So close, which falls on top of him mid, which falls in front of him in between you at full screen. And then he has a far one, which falls right on the, that which would fall on the opponent character at the edge of the screen. So he can just fit. Like I've, I watched them play him, He can literally fill the screen with shit. He can fill the screen with stuff. Not only that, his gimmick is that he gets to use the assists of your opponent character. So when when he defeats a character on the opponent's team he can use their assists. Not only can he use their assists, he can use all three versions of the assists. So each character has three assists that you can pick at the beginning when you make your team and go into a match, but you can only use that one assist, A, B, or C. With Super Baby, if he kills a character on your team, he has full access to all three of their assists. On top of his care, his uh, teammates' assists. That's fucked. He can just, yeah, he, dude, he is a pressure monster. His corner game is insane. If he can stick you in a corner, he's nuts. It is almost impossible to do anything about him once he has you cornered, and his ability to control the neutral is looking to be good i've been watching him in actual matches online and stuff because i i mean i'm going i'm planning on getting him and and trying him out myself i just haven't gotten the chance but i've just been watching him get played he it can be in he's just so oppressive in neutral and so oppressive in the corner it's just nuts <clears throat> like it's a good they didn't give him an invincible reversal thank god um it, i am assuming they learned their lesson with ui goku with and his three to four different in- reversals but they didn't give him a universal uh, a universal uh, an invincible reversal um one he seems to play kind of weird i know a lot of people playing him have stated that he feels weird when you're playing him um, and one of the biggest weaknesses I've seen in the character is that his, uh, his, uh, normals, like his normal attacks, they're all very stubby and short. So that seems to be like the big weakness of him is that he has very, uh, short, stubby normals. So if he does get into close range combat with you, normally he will lose out to other characters. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how... We'll, we'll have to wait and see how it shapes up. One other thing I've noticed is that he has a level 3 which is basically a... It's the negative energy ball. It's this huge black energy ball. And he jumps up into the air and he throws it down kind of like a spirit bomb. The one thing I've noticed about it is, if I am not mistaken, he's the only character in the game where that can... His level 3 can whiff like that. Um because most characters who have a orb projectile level 3 it just tracks to your opponent no matter where they are the only way it can normally whiff is if they run directly under you to the other side of the screen but as long as they're still in front of you it will hit his however seems to have an actual ang- have a hard angle to it so it won't just angle down and track As long as the character's in front of them, you can be in front of him when he does it, and as long as you're close enough, it will just completely whiff. And I was like, ooh, that's – that is not ideal. Um, Nor does it feel like that's the way it should be, and that's a weird oversight on their part. Maybe that's also something that they put into him to just be a weakness of his. I, I don't know. All level threes are instantly invincible and, and almost instantly do their damage. So it's weird that he's he's the only character I can think of who's like that. So And it's weird. Like, Broly has an orb, like a large orb level three that he fires off. And if you're in front of him, you're getting hit by it, period. You'd have to run... Even if you're, I've seen it hit people who are directly under him when he does it. So you have to literally run past him to the other side of the screen to dodge it. So it's so weird that babies can whiff like it does. Um, But other than that, he seems fun. Um, Like the stream said, he's going to be a combo video Thespian, pretty much. Like, people are going to love him for doing combo videos. And he, like, he's so, like, if he touches you, he can just kill you. I've seen him do half of a character's life bar by himself because, um, his boomerang and key blast work in his combo strengths. So he'll carry a person into the air. He'll do a move that shoots off the boomerang key blast. He'll hit you again. The key blast will hit you to keep you in the air, and then he'll just continue his combo. And he can do that like three times. And that's just by himself without using any assists or anything. Like, it's like, – like, I feel like there are going to be a lot of really – there are going to be a lot of TODs with him. Just one touch to kill you combos, especially after he defeats a character because then he has access to a third assist because most of the time you have one character on the screen, you have access to two assists. Once he kills the opponent's character, he has access to three assists. It's nuts. Um, and since he has access to any three assists of the character he kills... He can adapt to any team he's fighting against. His utility is insane. Um, but he's looking good. He's a character that I'm not like excited for. Super Baby 2 has never been a character I've specifically liked. But I'm actually okay with him being in the game. So I'm going to get him to support that those are the kind of characters we want to see. We don't want to see UI Goku's. We want to see Super Baby 2's. Um, So that's cool. Um, And I've been playing uh, Genshin Impact as well on and off. They just released a new character uh, called Gan Yu. She is a ice archer. She was supposed to be a support character. But I, apparently people were bitching and moaning about getting another support character. So Mahoyo, the developers, buffed her. Now there are videos out mm. where she is doing 200,000 uh, crits. 200,000 damage crits. To put this into context, 200,000 damage is enough to kill almost every single thing in the game in one hit. Mm. Now, each character has a special skill and an ultimate. So you might think, well, her ultimate is what's doing the damage. So she won't be able to do it consistently because the ultimates have cooldowns and you have to recharge them. Well, first off, it's not her ultimate that does that damage. Second, they lowered the uh, cooldown on her ultimate to be so low that you can actually have her ultimate up 100% of the time. So you can ulti with her constantly. The thing that does so much damage is her arrow has a charged shot. and And all bow users have a charged shot. Hers charges up three levels. At third level, it gets a huge bonus damage increase that's what's doing all of the damage so the moment it has an elemental interaction with something else it just does massive crit damage and it just like there are just videos where she's just one-shotting bosses videos where she's one-shotting some of the toughest elites in the game like she'll she'll throw down her special She'll they'll pop out another character to throw down something to interact with her frost element. She'll come back out, she'll charge her arrow up to level three, she'll hit the enemy, she'll hit the enemy with it, and the enemy will explode into confetti, and that will be the end of the fight. So <laughs> Mahoyo so busy listening to the moaners and groaners of their community have Buffed a character into being the most powerful thing in the game currently. She trivializes, as far as we can tell, everything she looks at. This chick blows things up simply by glancing at it.
2: Samoyo. <laughs> Emphasis on the yo.
1: <laughs> so... I'm having, there's another character that's going to be coming out in a banner when hers goes down. Like, right after, once her banner goes down, another banner's gonna come up with a new character. His name is Chao. Chao's a cool-looking motherfucker. He has, like, an Oni mask and everything. Badass-looking motherfucker. I was like, the moment I saw him, I was like, yeah, I want to put that guy on my ki- on my team. He's a cool motherfucker. Now, I have to decide whether I want to roll for Gan Yu, who is a nuke, in feminine form, or wait for Chow, who's just a cool motherfucker. I want on my team. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I, like we're all sitting here, like especially the YouTubers who who uh, make videos for the Genshin Impact. They're all like they'll be playing as her and they'll fire off an arrow and the enemy will just die and they will go wait what <laughs> like they, they'll all have that they're like and what the, the one video I saw now it's not 200,000 damage exact the video I saw where she did that much damage the guy did not realize he was gonna be doing that much damage. He fired off the arrow at level three. Pop the boss instantly. The boss was dead, and he froze the. He went back and did a freeze frame of the damage, and it was one point. It was one point nine hundred thousand damage, basically. Not exactly, but basically, it was just under two hundred grand. He had just started the boss fight. He ended it in less than three seconds. So so that's going to be fun. Um, We do not know if she will be nerfed. Probably not. They also buffed Zhongli, which was a character I talked about a few podcasts ago, to where he was ridiculously strong, and they haven't nerfed him since. So they'll probably just leave her like that. (laughs) But that was pretty much my week. Nothing else to uh nothing else of note worth mentioning that I can think of off the top of my head. So. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. So
0: um for me uh Mulan became free to watch now on Disney Plus, so you don't have to, you know, pay for Disney Plus plus pay what was it From like Mulan. twenty bucks to watch it? Yeah. Well, you are. In uh, wait a minute. Opinion, you didn't sir. like uh, uh, I, I the Mary Sue
2: archetype from Star Wars. You like this one now?
0: Uh, I am biased because Mulan is one of my that's favorite what movie I,
1: movies. That, that's what I said, Chewie. He, he was like, "Mulan's not too bad," and I was like, "Why you betray me?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, now to be fair, it's
1: it's not no
2: the close to any Mulan. On. None of them. It's not Mulan. She fell out of vagina doing wushu in bow skill, and then she was made to forget about it. And then she realized she didn't have to learn to do anything or be anything. She was just the most so, powerful creature ever built, and she conquered the hordes. End of story. So <laughs> it's, it. it's 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 Ray. from Star Wars that you hate so fucking much.
1: (laughs) I have not watched it yet, but from the reviews I've watched and from what I've seen of it in trailers and stuff, it, it sounds fucking awful. Um... Uh, I got to get yeah. Disney Plus because I still need to sit down and watch Mandalorian. I haven't had the time to get around to doing that. So once I get around to doing to watching Mandalorian, I'll sit down and I'll watch Mulan. Um. Uh, I, uh, I, it does not sound like it's going to be a fun watch, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna and I and I get the feeling I'm gonna want two hours of my life uh, back. Uh, don't don't um, watch the first we'll two
2: episodes of One
1: Division. <laughs> So my fr- a friend of mine was watching a video by, an, I think, a Chinese lady, at least an Asian lady on YouTube because she watched the, the new Mulan movie and did a YouTube video for it outlining every cultural thing they fucked up. And like, I was listening mm. to some of it and I was like, well, right, because why would anyone in Hollywood ever try or even think it was necessary to get anything right? Um, she was even saying how uh, she was uh, she was reading e- either reading an article about how one of the directors talked about how they went to China and they saw some people doing like a cultural ritual. And just decided that must be how all of them do it. Didn't ask any questions. Didn't go, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> they were like, "Oh, they do that thing. They must all do that thing." Put it in the movie, uh, like and then come to the find out, admit.
2: wow, they <laughs> fuck your sisters. They must all fuck your sisters in the U.S.A. Yeah, they Son must. They man. must. Yeah, we must. Drove in, the film. saw a
1: dude with a. Yeah, drove into Florida, saw a dude with a pet alligator in the middle of the road frying an egg and was like, oh, they must all be like that. That This must just be a representation of what Florida is. Won't ask any questions. Just was like, oh, well, that's Florida. <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny you bring that up because they, they actually did have a chinese culture consultant that was listed in the credits so whoever that consultant oh, well. was probably needs to be fired
1: but yeah it was yeah so i i i just it's hard for me to have high hopes from the movie but i i'll sit down and give it a watch when i get around to disney plus again sorry for the interruption
0: yeah it's fine uh, but yeah there's there's no no musicals like like our favorite song from the from the animated movie gets I'll two a lines out of your, spoken by end. Donnie Yen's character. Well, tranquil as the forest, but on fire within. That's all we get for this. Sounds year, like one of the best goddamn songs
2: sacrilege is What it and sounds NB, like. It, it kind of is, but you know, David liked it because it's Asian.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is that supposed to you? <laughs> well, you do have a proclivity for Asian women.
0: <laughs> and culture.
1: So, David liked Mulan because Mulan is hot, confirmed.
0: <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I've definitely seen more attractive um, Asian women, but she's cute. I, I
2: figured out why I like the original the animated she's cute, Mulan because I just recently found out who did the voice acting for Mulan in the original Disney movie. Yes.
0: Ming-Na Wen. And for those who don't know, Ming-Na Wen is uh, she's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.,
2: She's, yeah, she's
0: uh, uh, in the second too. season of Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. Now, she, she is mm-hmm. a pretty Asian. Definitely. Uh, but, okay. So, besides that, uh, yesterday I watched a movie that was recommended by Netflix called Outside the Wire. It stars the guy Gordon. who plays Falcon.
2: Um, oh, oh. oh, that guy.
0: No. Uh, Anthony Mackey. Yeah. And it, at first it turned out to, I was like, wow, a military movie that actually has intelligence. Then it turned into a mind fuck. Then it turned into hate America, you know, nuke America because we're bad. And then it was over. Yeah. But it was an interesting movie. I recommend watching it. You know, if you're if you like that kind of thing, um, I've added another print and play game to my collection. It's called Lone Wilderlands. I it took me two days to print all the stuff out. It's uh, touted as a sandbox RPG that you play by yourself. So that, it should be interesting to uh, give it a spin. And as for Randonautica that I talked about last week, I tried it twice over the week and both times it tried to put me Mm. into someone's backyard and I'm not about Mm. to do that shit. So yeah, there was that. Um, Oh, and and, uh, this week in crazy shit that I packed for Smile Corporation, a thrusting and retracting sex no, machine, machine with Wait, what? accessories.
2: Basically a reciprocal saw. Yeah.
0: Except it's got a dildo attached to it. Oh. And the thrust... The th- so basically it... Uh, it. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It... Basically the, the chick will like be down on all fours with yeah, it's the machine behind her and it just piston basically.
2: It never tires, it never slows down. She finds the rhythm she yeah. likes until she gets off and then she turns it off.
0: Yeah, so we have fleshlights. they have thrusting and retracting sex. Yeah, they've had those for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me a minute to figure out what you were talking about, yeah, well, but no, no. They've, uh, they've had those for quite a few years now.
2: Yeah, We call them Solzol's? Oh, I'm... I, mm. <laughs> it's the same basic idea. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the point is that it's... I know that they've been around. My point was I put one in a box and send it to someone.
1: Like they're supposed to have ever used a jigsaw to one
0: before.
2: It's kind of the same thing. Just put a dildo on it Handheld.
1: oh, yeah. oh, oh, right, 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 right. You're doing packaging, right? Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, for I, smile, dude, I, I told you that stuff was going to happen eventually. <laughs> like I straight out told you. <laughs> prepare yourself for the ensuing avalanche of uh porn toys.
0: Yeah well, well like I said before day one was the rabbit vibrator. Uh this so when Tuesday of this week was mm. Firm Her Butt Panties and and sexy brawlets and then Wednesday was the sex machine. <laughs> so yeah.
2: Uh, we, how about let's you? Let's see. Two? I worked a 16 hour day, a 12 hour day, a 16 hour day, and almost got spit in the face. So, yay, fun. Mm. Inmate got intoxicated. We put him in a cell to calm oh. down. He refused to follow all verbal orders given. <laughs> to conduct a strip search we then placed him on camera where he then began to spit out of the cell he spat at one officer the captain told him to step back and not spit out of the cell anymore wherein then he locked eyes with me who was only about two and a half three foot away from him and fired a lugie in my general eyeball direction luckily I you know, matrixed that shit and heard it hit the wall beside my ear with a loud pop and was well enough to restrain (laughs) myself just to slowly move myself back into the position that I was and continue filming without speaking. We then chemically enhanced him until he screamed bloody murder, danced like a child, and squealed like a stuck hog for about 20 minutes.
1: (sighs) Interacting with the general populace is just the best, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it it would have never happened if the young man hadn't got high. Well, oh. but he got high. He lost control and, of his own and stupidity, energy. and yeah, it's uh, But no, other than that, I went for a small bike ride yesterday. That was fun. I'm rewatching a really good anime that I enjoyed, and. Uh, that one time I got reincarnated by a slime is what I'm watching right now. And it's not bad. I enjoy it. And yeah, I was. I watched the first two episodes of One Division, and dear God, was that a mind-numbing waste of time? <laughs>
0: Now I heard something about it that it was uh, like a I, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to
2: use. Like it no, was something the fans basically what they're doing them is, to do or something. There was a comic book called The House of M, and it's basically Wanda Maximoff, the the Scarlet Witch, goes crazy in the comic books. And her power levels are on tier with, like, God in some storylines. She has probability magic. So anything that is probable, she can basically do it. So she broke the continuity of the universe in the House of M. She was brainwashed, raped, had two kids. But what they're basically doing is she is trying to process Vision's death and she's built her own pocket dimension to live in which happens to be a stupider version of the Dick Van Dyke
1: show nah i was i was looking at the <laughs> at the WandaVision TV series and i was just like this is either going to be inc- this is either going to be really good or this is going to fall apart like a sand castle well, under a tsunami.
2: Well, the the thing is is <laughs> I understand I understand what they're doing. The first two episodes I mean, it's a it, it's like a badly written version of Bewitched meets the Dick Van Dyke show. I mean the acting in Old School Bewitched mm. and
1: is better in quick interruption the, the moment you said bewitched it actually it actually pretty much is bewitched because Scarlet Witch is actually would actually be a witch and <laughs> it actually is just another version of bewitched isn't it Well
2: basically <laughs> they're setting up Sword Yeah, the basically intergalactic the, counterpart to counterpart Shield. to Shield. They're I'm setting guessing. up Sword. So there's a couple. Can- there's the first two episodes. There's two Sword cameos. At the end of the first episode, you see somebody watching an old black and white television. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's really stupid, but spoiler alert! And you see them shut a book, and you see the Sword emblem, and then it does the really stupid credit scene. I mean, the credits on this show are, they cost more than the show does. <laughs> Fucking waste of money. But anyway, and then on the second episode, towards the end of that episode, you see a sword <laughs> member crawl out of what looks like to be a sewer drain. And Wanda looks at the person, registers it as a threat and goes, no. No. And when she says no, the reality rewinds a few minutes and then replays without that person in it. So basically, she just rewrote her reality. And supposedly in the House of In comic book, the devil is the person who wound up screwing her over. And they've actually made reference to that in the first
1: episode. To be fair, it is the devil, is kind of what he does.
2: Uh, yes, and the devil saves Spider Man, but what the fuck?
1: I, Man, I've just because never... he's evil doesn't mean he can't save people.
2: Well, the point I'm trying to make is every time they have one of these <laughs> stupid storylines where nothing makes fucking sense, the devil did it. It's back when Spider Man got married to fucking Red and the comic book went to sh- Yeah, when he married Mary Jane Watson, the comic book went to shit. Mary Jane? They basically... Ret- oh, you mean
1: of- during the arc that we will not... Uh, during the arc, we will not um, name?
2: Uh, okay, but the basically Should the devil? devil did it. <laughs> and they, they mentioned you know, there's another character that shows up in the show. I don't really remember her name. But... She knows, she seems to be knowing more than what else is going on around her. She is poking at Wanda the whole time at the, the weak parts in her backstory. Yet yeah, literally the first episode is they show up, they're in the Dick Van Dyke house. He, uh, Vision goes to work and he works at a computer company. In you know the black and white forties days. Because
1: mm-hmm. um, he's an Android, get it? Yeah. He's an Android, get it? Yeah. Because he's an Android, tell get me, it?
0: My yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah, not my, my, it's just Microsoft says something and computing. And, and some, so I don't
1: remember the Mike name of the company. He but, did he create computers?
2: No, but the funny thing is, is he's <laughs> trying to figure out what the company's <laughs> The whole episode is about how nothing is lining up with reality. Yes, I work at a company, but what do we produce? Nothing. Okay, what do we sell? Nothing. Well, what are we doing? Oh, we're making computation forms.
0: Uh, well, see, I was going to say, tell me he works for Microsoft, and in and in episode one, comes back, you know, walks in the front door. Throws his hat at the at the coat stand, and then tells yeah. Wanda that they that, mm-hmm.
2: uh, the only saving grace it in the happen. whole show is Kitty Kitty Foreman's at it. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch that seventy show?
0: I don't know that name, but okay.
2: Uh, well, in that seventy show, Red Foreman's wife, no. Kitty, the quint the the quintessential Midwestern. Uh, okay. Suppressed, overly sexualized housewife. Well, Kitty has a special place in my heart. Yeah, She's in the show. She was the only thing in the show I enjoyed watching in the first episode. I don't know where they're going with this, but apparently they're using this as the catalyst for all of phase four. Because basically, Wanda's going to break the universe, which will then create a multiverse, which then leads into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and
1: blah. They, um, I mean, they've been handling the Marvel, you know, cinematic universe very well so far. But that seems a bit too ambitious. That that really feels like they're biting off more than they can chew. Well,
2: that's the same thing they're doing with Loki. Loki's not dimensional, destroying, but he is in some. He's entrapped by or caught by some organization, basically where he has to go through different timelines and fix shit. It's like quantum leap for Marvel heroes. Is the the synopsis I can give from what I've seen or heard of it? Mm -hmm. Owen Wilson's in it. So yeah, there's that.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, the uh, the serial apologizer slash. um, Trying to think of a trope for him.
2: Owen Wilson will be haunted by that one word until he dies. It should be on his tombstone. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well, similarly,
0: shouldn't uh, Keanu Reeves be (laughs) haunted by? No, I think he'll be haunted
2: by guns. (laughs) Lots of guns.
0: Oh. All right. Anything else
1: you want to cover before oh, um, we get into There was something I, I, I did forget about it. Um so long uh established big YouTube channel by Angry Joe. Um I've been a longtime watcher of it, long time fan of his content. I think he does excellent uh, content and I watch a lot of it. Yeah. Um a couple of years ago, he started work on a board game. Um, it was a Street Fighter miniatures board game. Um, and it had like little detail, fully detailed painted miniatures. Each character had their own character deck. It had all these different mechanics to it. And it was it looked really, really good. He did a Kickstarter for it. The Kickstarter was fully funded. He was he's been working on the game for the last couple of years. Two or three days ago, he finally announced that the game was finished to his satisfaction and was shipping out. Um, they have excess of it so that it can still be purchased by those who didn't fund the Kickstarter. I'm always an iffy person about putting money into any Kickstarter because I've seen too many of them fail, never do anything, or, or they just take like your money Star like Star Citizen. Citizen. <laughs> Or like yeah, I was like or like Star Citizen, just continue going forever without ever actually producing a full completed product.
2: Hey, we took um, your two point six million dollars and made another fucking three D ship model. Buy the ship model and we'll use that money to make another one.
1: Yeah, give us another five point six million dollars so we can make a planet. One planet. One. We want to make a hundred thousand others, but the, you know, five point six million just for this one. We're going to detail every rock. You'll be able to look at it and tell how old it is by the rings.
2: Hey, maybe he's yeah, building yeah. that country, Ooh. that <laughs> that, uh, that company from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to the Galaxy. He just needs a lot of startup money.
1: Needs yeah. a lot of startup money. But uh, anyway, the uh, the board game is fully finished, being shipped out. Um, the first deliveries are expected at the end of the month, and then the, uh, second set of deliveries in the beginning to middle of February. Um, and that goes for anyone who purchases it, purchases it now. Now, the board game itself is very, ex- it's expensive. There's just no way around it. It's an expensive buy. I want it. I want it so bad. What's the definition of expensive mm-hmm. to you, sir? Um... It, it, getting everything i want and still omitting certain parts of it i'm looking at like just under 500 bucks for everything i want cracker what Ex- expensive
2: Dude. no that's
1: expensive
2: not- <laughs> motherfucker i can buy goddamn two motorcycle communicators for $500 <laughs> A fucking board game <laughs> you can buy the solid now- gold not the plated fucking chess set from star wars for 500 bucks and that's real gold. Now, motherfucker.
1: Now, there's also another board game uh, that I also am very interested in getting. <laughs> is called Kingdom Death Monster, um, and it's in sim. It's similar to this game because it has fully detailed out models, so on and so forth, for all of its for everything that's built in it. Uh, character models, monster models. It has you know every fully detailed cards and things like that <clears throat> big big games it's i think the last time i looked at it was a $500 board game as well so it's not like i'm unused to seeing wait a minute this type of game minute. hold on
2: Five, that's more than a fucking xbox the new fucking ex, big chunky xbox
1: uh what is it the 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 newest uh iteration is like what four no i think it's yes. close to 500 but it's not 500 I
2: yeah. don't give us 499 it's a goddamn board game <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is I, I understand piece of what you're saying you do all kinds of shit with hey honey let's play
1: some cards. i understand what you're saying
2: uh, No we problem. all have go our to devices to get a loan so the go goddamn Deck of cards.
1: We all have our vices. This is one of mine. Jesus, man. Uh, so I've been I, I've been thinking about it. Now, I may never, ever be able to get the board game again. Like, if he makes any more and ships them out, it will have to be a brand-new Kickstarter he has to kick up to fund it, right? And that's if that happens. Um, also, he's planning on making expansions to it that cross over, like the the core game itself right now that we have is Street Fighter. Then he plans to cross it over into Mortal Kombat and if he gets that funded and that goes well, he plans to then cross it over into Dragon Ball. So
2: all these years Um, that he's been bitching about EA, he's turned into them. How so? First, he's making this huge product that you have to buy, right? Oh, shot's fired. He's he's made the product, but he's also made the product on a limited number run, which now makes it more expensive. But Well, he I'm made the product put,
1: specific to the amount of people.
2: I understand. I understand, but just, just think about this in the nerd culture and how we fucking salivate over limited edition things.
1: Well, no, he didn't make it to be a limited edition. It's only limited because he made at a certain amount based on demand. It's
2: still (laughs) going to be a limited edition thing. Okay, but so you you kick-started it. You get your board game, whatever. Now he's going to sell – seasons
1: to the board game and expansion packs to the board game. Okay. I think something <laughs> is, well something is being <laughs> omitted from your he's making it limited. He's not making it <laughs> limited because he wants to. If he could fund mass producing it and putting it in every store he could, he would. But he doesn't have the money for that. That's why he kickstarted it. That would take way too much money. So the amount he has is the amount of demand. But
2: if period. he still, if it, if he sells, says he says he's got, you know, surplus, so he made more than, you know, what he originally ordered. So if he can sell those at $500 a piece where they can't cost $500 a piece to make, it's a board f- game. He could then take those monies and put it into a production company to make more, but no, he's going to limit the supply and make it a collector's item and people are going to fight for it and sell it on eBay for a million dollars.
1: <laughs> I, I, I I, feel like you're playing devil's advocate, Huey
2: I'm doing this thing David does to me just to infuriate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this but argument really doesn't case, hold a
2: lot of water but it's fun to go ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's what I was oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I I do I want it though Um, I have spent more mo- I have honestly spent more money on less Um, <laughs> when I think back on like all the video games that I've bought uh well like within a like six month time frame well over that much um so i'm thinking about it hard it's just like i know that i want it i know i want to spend the money for it i've put the money aside for it um but it is an expensive buy so i'm i'm kind of in the I, I'm, I'm kind of on the i really want to get this i don't want it to go away and then never be able to get it
2: yeah
1: um but it is expensive so yeah. but then again w- once again i've spent what i've spent more than 500 dollars on christmas gifts before for christmas so it's not like you it's not it- like i've never done it before yeah, yeah, but I, I like to spoil my family. Like, I like to get them nice things. I like um, to avoid mine like the plague. Yeah. But yeah, so, so that's where I am right now. I have everything in the shopping cart that I want. I just got to press the button to get it shipped. So, well, good on yeah, you. I think I am going to. Yeah. But that—that's the only other thing that's really happened during my week, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and just press the button. I want it. I just fucking want it. Mm. Must have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like when Chewie said, "What's expensive?" and I was thinking, "Well, I did spend like forty dollars on Dominion, Settlers of Catan's fifty bucks." Yeah, um, that's, and it, then that's uh, yeah. like 500
2: yeah, I was like, thinking, this is for a board game. $30, $40, <laughs> not fucking 10 to 20 times that amount. <laughs> <mind.
1: laughs> it's a big game. Uh, just for context, I would suggest both of you to look up Kingdom Death Monster. And it actually look at everything that comes into it. And I think you'll more understand why it's so expensive.
2: Uh, yeah, um, it, it, from what you describe, it kind of reminds me of 40 K and getting into 40 K is
1: obscenely expensive. Well, no, 40K is just overinflated fucking prices. What Games Workshop does in the 40K tabletop game is just fucking criminal. Because not only are their models way more expensive than they actually should be, (laughs) but they phase out older models so you have to then buy newer models. Yes. Like their shit is shady. But that's why I say. Check out Kingdom Death Monster and everything that comes in because these are fully sculpted and painted figures that come with it. All of the cards and the uh, the actual like, play board and everything is all customized, uh, artistry and colored and stuff like that. Like I fully understand why these games cost as much as they do once I actually sat down and went through everything you get. These are big games. I had an amazing oh. idea! I
2: had an amazing idea! We need to go into yeah, business. Okay.
1: We can make well if we could afford it. We can afford to. That the initial capital is the only this, this, thing. This <laughs> initial capital. This. I've got this.
2: <laughs> we just need to find a picture of every unit in 40k, and instead of making models, we print out 40k poggers. <laughs> 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 and you can buy a pogger oh. for like a dollar and a half or two dollars a piece instead of buying the forty oh. k monstrosity nine hour paint job fuckheads that they sell for nine hundred dollars at the store.
1: <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Is
2: it, a you don't is remember a Pogs? What is a
0: what is a pogger? Yeah. Uh, well, no, okay. yeah. Like, that's that, what we call what them, I the, thought, the, the, but the I most just wanted Pog. sure.
1: Yeah, hey, poggers. You play some poggers? Uh, we dude, we all played I had pogs back when they first came out. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I, I had I had the big the big plastic Pringles can but you could just take and, and, and put the, like a, a picture the of slammer, the unit I had the light in slammer. the pogger,
2: and then you could put them on the board, and then you could they'd be so much easier to move around the bat. <laughs> hey, I'm going to put five of these guys in a building. You put five stacks on each other, like quarters, and you put them on top of the building. <laughs> we have figured out a way to fight 40K cheap. <laughs> yeah. Well... It's-
1: well, with 3D printers now, you can actually 3D print out the models. Guess what? They're not tournament legal, though. Go buy them. <laughs> yeah, it has to. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Oh. yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking scummy, isn't it? Hey, I didn't since... say
2: EA had a fucking monopoly on fucking dickishness, all right?
1: No, so um, yeah, but they're spreading it like AIDS. That's the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so our, our friend Jared shared a picture of like a, a 40k army just made made just from like the extra stuff. Like you, like it comes on the on the sheet. And you have to clip all the pieces off so you can put them together,
2: right?
1: yeah
0: it was was an entire army made from the the leftovers and it's legal because it's made from game workshops plastic (laughs) i mean it looks like ass but it's legal (laughs) and it and and you get you get to thumb your nose at game game workshop and all the neck beards that think it's like God's gift.
2: Well, don't get me wrong. I, the some of the people who put their heart and soul into painting forty k models, they're fucking works of gorgeousness. I mean, the way they, you know, some the put the patina on them and battle age them and scuff them up and spend hours upon hours upon hours. like, I know guys that don't spend that much time painting a fucking car for fuck's sake. Hmm. But they, they pour themselves into this hobby of painting models, and they love it. Cool. You should not pay a hundred dollars for a fucking model. Mm.
0: It's a joke. plastic plastics. A chewy. It's a model, though.
2: I can understand if it was fucking I don't know die cast or some shit. If it was metal. I could maybe understand costing that much,
1: but. Plastic? Mm. Well, just to be fair about the situation, they're sculpted, so you gotta pay the sculptors, but the plastic that used is that they use isn't so expensive that the model should cost as much as they do. Like the, the models are overpriced. Just they're they are factually overpriced.
0: Well, I think the cheapest like a like a cheap starter sets like fifty bucks, and that oh that no a cheap starter me.
1: sets more than that no, it's like four hundred. It, it, de- it depends. Eh, it's not four hundred. It's around like one fifty to two hundred. It uh, because you have different levels. You have like uh, like uh, it's it's a point level. You have like $100, $200, 300 all the way up to a thousand. Yeah. So depending on what point level you're playing at. It gets more expensive because it's the more models you need. Yeah. If you're playing at the lowest point setting, which I think is like two hundred, maybe 100, a points, yeah, um, you're probably looking at like a hundred bucks minimum for like the smallest army you can get away with. And the thing
2: that jack's my fucking dick about it. Is okay. They they don't even come painted. If you're going to spend that money, they should have mm-hmm. a, a fab shop that paints these fuckers for you.
0: Well, that's mm-hmm. that's half the fun, Chewie. You know, you, you get them, you build them, you paint them, <sighs> you put them into a suitcase that's got okay. Uh, I, I, I look at
1: that
2: kind of like anal sex. Only one person's really <laughs> having fun in that particular arrangement. And that's the person giving, not taking it. Games it depends is on the person. Giving it. it. And you're having to take what they give you. That's bullshit.
1: <laughs> well, those who actually do it, I I do not do the like. I have a uh, a Warhammer army, but that was given to me by a friend. Okay, from like a leftover a second, army we that he had years else. ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for those who actually do it, I'm like,
1: wait, where are we going with this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Though it's true, I, anal sex can't be fun for the taker. It just depends on the person.
2: <laughs> mm. Convince my wife.
1: Please. Well, unfortunately, your <laughs> wife just doesn't sound like she's compatible with that. It's up to you to convince her. You're like, convince my wife? No, you're supposed to convince your wife. If you can't convince your wife, I can't convince your wife.
2: I just want to send her to a, <laughs> a seminar where they can change her mind. <laughs> Mm.
0: they, they have they have uh, things like that it, it's called like a, uh, a kink instructor or something like that they or, have everything you can train your wife to like that kind of stuff hell you can even train her to wear a collar
1: well if you can train, train it can. well you can train anyone to do anything is whether or not they want to be trained or not
0: yeah yeah <laughs> mm. So I guess that depends on the kind of the. Uh,
1: like, it just depends so on the,
0: uh... like, you. Like
1: you can trainer. train. You see, anal is an acquired taste. You see, <laughs> and because <laughs> like, <Is> that like, <laughs> that's basically that's basically what we're talking about. It's like, oh, you 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 don't like spinach? Well, it is an acquired taste. It's like, no, you either like it or you don't. What the fuck are you talking about? why would you eat or drink something that you think is disgusting it's it's like oh just drink it until you can't taste it anymore
2: (laughs) so what are you trying to say is as she she gets older she may like it more because she may lose less control of her bowels and not be as tight it doesn't hurt as much (laughs) I've loosened up with I mean okay.
1: (laughs) There are, uh, there are synthetic lubricants that will just numb it. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> uh, the worst experience I ever had in my life sexually involved a numbing condom that I did not know had the numbing agent in it. Have you ever mm. been having sex with somebody and then not be able to feel your dick at all? As in, you think you're a woman? (laughs) As in, I had a penis 2.3 seconds ago. I now don't know where it's at in space or time. Like, oh, no.
1: Oh, no, the horror
2: stories are true. Get off me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I literally looked at the woman I was with and went, am I in you? And then gyrated my hips up, down, left, right, B-A-B-A, slick start, see if I can get it to work again. And she's like, Mm. yeah. I'm like, I can't feel my dick. I mean, I mean, can you? I mean, literally, I can feel 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 my dick with my hands. Can you feel me now? Can you feel me now? (laughs) Can you feel me now? My cock is (laughs) gone. It's the fucking weirdest thing ever in my life.
1: Your reception was incredibly fucked that day.
2: I don't see how anybody... I understand why they have them, but I don't see how anybody gets any enjoyment out of that at all. And what happens if you fuck up and put it on the inside out?
1: I don't know.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> and you know someone has. You know someone has. Uh,
0: so another, uh, in any case, uh, moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along, uh, we're going to go ahead and end part one here. Uh, Hopefully, for those of you who do listen to the part ones,
2: uh, I hope you enjoyed this. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Chewie's here, so shit gets weird. I'm sorry. We usually have a regimented system. We move along well. He always fucks shit up. We're sorry.
1: (laughs) They like it when shit gets weird. Don't let them fool you.
0: (laughs) All right, so we will be uh, right back to do part two, which is going to be our reviews and then the main topic. So.